Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Marana, the Executive Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our program. And today, of course, is known as Patriots Day. It's, it's a very special day remembering September 11th. And joining me today on our program is our national director, Father Frank Pavone. Father, welcome on this uh, solemn occasion. Yes. And we as New Yorkers, I Mm. mean, especially myself, you know, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. And I remember watching the World Trade Center be built. Be built altogether. Altogether. It was a common thing. I would go to uh, Manhattan for different things and... uh, it originally started just digging the hole, right? You know, to to and the amount of dirt that they had to be taken out, <laughs> you know, just to start the construction. It was a masterful plan. And people, if you're not from New York, you probably don't realize. Here's the World Trade Center, but then there's a whole universe below it, right? Multiple, like here's ground level here, but then below it there's multiple levels, and there's multiple subway. Uh, tracks that come through in stations uh, they created in building the world trade center they actually built a station uh where the trains would stop the right, subway right. you know so it was such a i would say monumental uh, feat of building it and the elevator banks people you know like, like again if you've never visited there um the, the, there was different elevator banks depending on how high up into the towers you were going. Uh-huh. Uh, there, there was an observation uh, level all the way at the top. And in one of the towers, there was a restaurant, a beautiful windows of the world kind of uh, restaurant that you had a magnificent view. Uh, and uh, to see the, those towers, you know, attack like that, um, it, it, it was so shocking. It sure was. You know, um, I, I, I just, like I said, it was, whoever thought that that could happen, right? In, in the United States of America, uh, the, the, a plane. And I'll never forget, Father, we were at our priest life headquarters in Staten Island. And, uh, you know, uh, one of the, the priests came rushing in, Father Peter West at the time, and, and he said, um, oh, my gosh, uh, uh, a small plane at the first thing, that was the room, a small plane uh, hit the World Trade Center. And I looked out the window. I said, oh, come on, Father Peter. There's not a cloud in the sky. First of all, what would a plane be that close to the World Trade Center? You know, that's airspace. And I said, but th- there's not a cloud in the sky. He goes, oh, no. And, so, you know, we didn't have a, a big screen TV at the time in our building. But I remember we had this little tiny TV and we turned it on. And, and we began to see that, oh my gosh, uh, now we got, we saw the footage that a plane actually hit the World Trade Center. It was. Well, remember, we saw the smoke when he came in. We had just finished the morning briefing. Right. And Our we looked at the face. Uh, face lower Manhattan. Right. And when he said it, we turned in that direction and we saw the column Black of smoke. smoke. Black yeah, smoke yeah. we saw. Yeah. And then, of course, then, as we know, a second plane came shortly behind the first. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was like news started to happen. Like, it was little bits and bits. And then when we heard another plane hit the Pentagon. Right. 
our reaction and, and was. It was clear that it was. We're, we're, we're under, this is an attack. Right. We're right. under attack. And then the plane in Pennsylvania, of course, that yeah, uh, the, was crashed in uh, it, Shanksville. It cra- Shanksville, yeah, yeah crash. But, and then right away, I remember thinking immediately, I knew people who worked in the Royal Trade Center. And, and we were like, oh my gosh, are they okay? Because now they, the, the news immediately starts showing, you know, the, the flames, the smoke. And, and I remember seeing when the first tower collapsed, the feeling of like, oh my gosh. Right, Father. I mean, right, like, because all during could've... that day, I mean, there was no, there was no way to find out with any kind of immediacy. No, you know, if Mm-mm. people we knew in there were okay. So a lot. I mean, I think everybody on our staff. I mean, these were all New Yorkers. Were was Panicking. in the same situation. I mean, they were thinking about, you know, people who was in there, there, and you just had to wait. You just had to. In fact, I remember that night. Didn't that that young man that your daughter knew? walk into your house uh, yeah and it was like there was no way he could you could even call right he just ended up walking in and it was like oh thank god we're you're okay here yeah Yeah. so it was it was an incredible day moment by moment by moment um just waiting and, and 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 to see what was going on and um while we're speaking we're gonna uh start showing now we do have a collection of pictures um for you to go back and remember, because I I just feel like never forget what happened. No, that that's day. right. We, we we have to never forget. It's just like Pearl Harbor. Uh, this is another day of never forget this attack. Never forget. Like there's the picture now of the the building, and these are some of the people. Okay, the, these pictures. Uh, some of the people that lost their lives uh, in uh, the World Trade Center. And of course, the people on the planes, you know, were That's killed. Right. That's right. Uh, imagine the fear of uh, uh, the plane crashing into the World Trade Center like that. And um, it, the second plane, the yeah, second yeah. plane. There it is. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, one of the things that uh, I always reflect on about 9-11 is what is the evil here that we are seeing? What is the evil? The evil is not primarily in buildings being destroyed. The evil of it, I mean, there's a loss of of property, there's a loss of life, that is tragic. But what is the evil? Because, you know, an earthquake can cause loss of life and loss of buildings. Um, A tsunami can do the same. But the evil here here is is the deliberate deliberate disregard for certain people's lives. That's the evil that these enemies of America, who still exist today, although we have made tremendous progress against terrorism, and thank God for President Trump's actions that uh, uh, eliminated the ISIS caliphate and took out, you know, the people who were masterminds of terror. Uh, and we continue our vigilance every day. But you, you think about what is the evil? It's the deliberate disregard for human life. That's right. what it is. Right. And that's what we uh, what we mourn um, uh, uh, along with the actual uh, people who, who died that day. Right. And of course, that day, you know, this whole story just was unfolding throughout the day. Obviously, <clears throat> the towers collapsed pretty soon after 
uh, the planes hit the towers. And, and like I was explaining with the elevators, uh, shafts, how, how deep they were, you know, went from top to bottom. Right. And, and the problem that I guess most people realize what happened, but the planes that they crashed into there were bound for California. They, they deliberately picked planes bound for California because a plane going to California probably has about six hours of jet fuel on it or seven hours. So there's a, a fully fueled going to the West Coast. Well, of course, it's going to create that kind of a fire down that whole um, elevator shaft. And of course, uh, the structure of the building, it's like the steel melted, like it's almost liquid because of the intense heat. And that's what caused the collapse. You know, you know this was, uh, there's so many dimensions to this. I'm sure everybody's thinking about what they, uh, what, where they were, where they were and, and what, what, we were what doing. they experienced that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's what experience uh, happened afterwards uh, that is so much of a story to tell. First of all, the expression of of patriotism, right. because that's why this is called Patriots Day right. and uh, Patriot Day. And then, secondly, the volunteering, uh, the people who came forward to to help, and we saw that and took part in it, right? You yes, and many of our staff. Uh-huh. Uh, but let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, one of the things, first of all, people started putting the flag. Uh, on their cars. We bought those things you, for the windows. You couldn't get uh, enough flags. Uh, in that's the, right. In the, the stores New York were area. running out. They the were running were out running of them. Out. People had flags like those window things, like you just said, Father, on their cars. Yeah. Everyone had flags uh, in their windows, flags hanging outside their homes. Uh, I mean, flags were just all. Well, over. It, our building had many, many windows. It, uh, right. And uh, we got uh, these. So we got the paper translucent ones, poster ones. Yeah. ones. Put them and, on the window. And we put them on every window. And then window. at night, every night, I would keep the lights on in all the offices so that it lit up the flags for the whole neighborhood. Right. That was a, yeah. We were glad to be. Yeah, able that was to extreme do that. patriotism. Um, there also was uh, a lot of people were uh, crowding the churches. Oh, yes. The churches were packed. Uh, with services, people going to mass or whatever their denomination was, churches were full uh, in New York. And then, you know, initially there was what they called um, rescue, which turned pretty quickly into recovery mission mm-hmm. of the rescuers. And then the services started, family members. Well, first of all, when you went down to Ground Zero, uh there was a nearby two churches not too far. Well, on the fences outside those churches, people started taping pictures of their loved ones. Yes, yes. That yes. was, they're still trying to find them missing, you yeah. know, beautiful big pictures they were taping, you know, to, could, did anyone see this person? You had uh, family members actually going to the, all the hospitals because you, you couldn't yes, get through on the phone. Yeah. So people were searching, is my loved one still alive? Is my loved one still alive? Right. Um, I remember one of my friends, her, her husband, he worked in the, in the uh, union there, in the electric union. Um, and he actually, he was, he was assigned, his, his unit was assigned to the World Trade Center. And in, in the 90s, when the first bombing happened in the garage, he had just gone with one of his buddies out to lunch. They had just co- gone down to that lower level where that car bomb exploded back in the 90s, and taken his lunch pail and went outside, even though it was January. 
And so he was saved, basically. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he would have been there. Well, guess what? On September 11th, he was, he had just gone down to the basement of World Trade. They had gotten their assignment. And their assignment that morning was not to work in the towers, but to go to the other building across the street. They just crossed over and the first plane hit. Wow, wow. So, so you know, my, my, my friend said to me, she told her husband, that's it. You're now going to retire. I've had well, you retire. That's enough, twice. Enough, twice uh, you were yeah. you were in the midst of this, you know. And of course, one of our employees now, our head of our finance department, Daniel Molina Jones, she worked at that at back then mm-hmm. uh, in the World Trade Center, and she was pretty high up floor. And she, what ha- people don't realize that there was uh, an alarm went off in one tower, and told people. Uh, to uh, you should evacuate. But in the other tower, they told the people, it's okay, you can go back, you don't have to evacuate. But Danielle got this sense of, no, I'm leaving. We're in danger. Yeah. We're in We're danger. In danger. Yeah. She took the entire company and started walking down the many, many steps mm-hmm. out. It, I mean, it and was a lot. Out. They and got they out. got yeah. out yeah. before the building collapsed. If she hadn't had that that insight to say, no, we're not listening. Let's go out. Yeah. They, no, they a situation have, like that, right. that's right. You mm-hmm. don't fool around. You take yeah. uh, and every then, precaution. And then there were those who, like we're seeing in these pictures, people were trying to just escape uh, when those towers collapsed, all the dust, all the dirt, everything that happened. And uh, Our friend Gary Bauer uh, in, from American Values were, were working in Washington was... Uh, was driving by the Pentagon, Pentagon when the plane came into that building, and they just saw it, you know, coming down right in front of them. Wow! And uh, you know, I've met some of the um, the some of our, our 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 great public servants who worked in that building, military guys, right. who uh, who uh, were able to survive, but were deeply wounded by um, you know what happened in that building, and there's yeah. some very uh, inspiring stories. Uh, about all of that yeah Yeah. well and then people don't Uh, realize too that that building the buildings burnt that smoke went from black to gray to white yeah and it and it it smoldered like that for over a month oh there were yes over you know and that was the thing too you know we our building like we said before faces uh well the one we had in new york now we're here in florida but the building faced lower manhattan right and so every time we would walk out the front of our building, we would see that that column of smoke, like you say, for weeks on end. Right. It didn't go away. And there was a smell uh, in the, and the air. Smell, yeah. It would smell. We can pause that video now. Let's go back to full screen. And um, but yeah, it was um, it was there for such a long time, and then for years after that, I mean, we were in that building for another sixteen years. Every time I would walk out the front of the building, I would recall that. That, that moment, that, that day, moment. those yeah. de- well, those weeks, people were seeing that smoke there. But I, you know, we saw the, the those images of that day. Uh, I, why don't we, we we pray a psalm here? And of course, a very appropriate one is Psalm twenty three: uh, "The Lord is my shepherd." Because you know, we think about the the heroic actions, including Todd Beamer on the plane that right. was in in, in Shanksville. Uh-huh. You know, let's roll. You know, he took action together with his fellow passengers, because they already by that time knew exactly what was going on. 
because right. the other planes had had hit their the other three planes had hit their their targets and boy they they saved a lot of lives but sacrificing their own in the process uh but so much that just reflects so much other heroism and and, and works of of mercy and you went down didn't you to the uh uh, volunteer center yeah. where, where in the week subsequently well, in Staten Island, you were helping the workers, right? Yes, in Staten uh, Island, we had um, a, a stadium right by the ferry. Yeah. It was actually where the New York Yankees, their minor league team would, would play yeah. practice. And so they turned the stadium, uh, all the refreshment stands became uh, places where we would feed the first responders that's what you were doing they yeah, would bring yeah, the first responders yeah. over on the ferry yeah and first they would take them over to fort wadsworth and there was showers there where they could get all the soot and the dirt off of them and a change of right, clothes right. and then they would bust them over to us and we would have hot food and so many of the restaurants and catering establishments would cook food and, and donate it and bring it down to us. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, and we yeah. had like, a, you know, where we would ask them what they'd like. We had yeah. different choices yeah. based on yeah. what was donated. Uh, we had the pharmacies came down with big bottles of saline. Mm -hmm. We had them in bins and we would give each of them a bottle of saline so that they could keep flushing their eyes, you know, yeah. uh, and yeah. we would give them the food. But, you know, Father, the thing I remember the most is the look on their faces. Yes, that's right. The look because on it their wasn't pri even primarily the physical endurance that they had to undergo. No, it, it was, was the emotional trauma. The emotional uh, trauma uh, of finding people. Yes, and yes. Parts of people and recovery of that's, remains. That's terribly difficult. On and them. they, their faces were like just like a blank stare almost. Yeah. And some of them would start to talk to you just, and they right. needed a kind word. You know, just and we would be thanking them. And how mm -hmm, can we help mm -hmm. you? And can we get you some food? And is yeah. there anyone, you know, because they didn't necessarily have cell phones or anything on them. We said, is there anyone you need to call? And, you know, and I would go down with a good number of our staff. Uh, we would go three nights a week there. Yeah. And this yeah. went on. for This was a constant thing. It was a constant yeah. thing yeah. for several weeks on end. And we, we did it happily because we felt you had the sense of, I want to do something. Exactly. Because everybody the, did. Everybody everyone did. did. Because right. see, at the same time where there was this uh, recovery thing going on, then if you recall, there were like church services constantly all over yeah. for like uh, firefighters, for civilians. Um, and well, the even, parish where we, where I was first assigned, St. Charles, that you were a parishioner. Right. There were lots of funerals. There, lots uh, of Together funerals. with all the churches in, the, right. in New York City. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and the funerals went on. They went on for, for, months for many and months. months. Actually, yeah. even to, into the following year still. That's right. Uh, because yeah. it was a very, very long recovery process. Yeah. Well, why happened. don't we pray Psalm so, 23? Okay, so and Psalm then 23. after that, we'll light this candle. Tell, tell them about this candle. Well, this candle on the... For it the, says 9-11-2001. Right. And this yeah. candle uh, I obtained for the first anniversary of 9-11 uh, mm -hmm. when we were in New York. And I saw it in a religious catalog and I ordered it and we've been lighting it every year since, Yeah, we you have. know, as part of our tradition yeah. uh, here at Priest for Life, we always would gather the staff and light the candle and pray. Yeah. But of course, yeah. today is Sunday. The staff isn't here, but yeah. we are. That's <laughs> well, okay, let's, Father. yeah, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. 
He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me with your rod and your staff that comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray. Lord, we pray for America and we pray for uh, your protection always against those who hate us and hate our freedoms, hate our way of life, hate our religion. Lord God, we thank you for the actions that have been taken to curb terrorism. We thank you, Lord, for the things we have learned. Our lives have changed as a result of 9-11, but they haven't stopped And we praise you for that, Lord, because we have not allowed the terrorists to win by causing us to stop our way of life lived in freedom, lived in courage, lived in community with one another. We have learned, but we have continued to move forward, and we move forward with the same faith and confidence in you, in your providence, and in your role as supreme judge of the world the same faith and confidence our founding fathers had and expressed in the Declaration of Independence. And Lord, we light this candle now in memory of all who died, and we pray for all who continue to this day to mourn the loved ones and friends that they lost on 9-11. And we ask, Lord, also your mercy for those who were injured and to this day continue to experience the effects of those injuries. And Lord, injury not just physically, but emotionally, the trauma, the psychological distress, the fear. Lord, we ask you, send your Holy Spirit upon us all and let us move forward as one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. In your name, O God, in the name of Jesus, your Son, may this light symbolize our ongoing faith and courage in the midst of every distress. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's have a moment just of silence as this candle burns in memory of all the victims of 9-11. And we thank you, Lord God. Amen. Amen. Among those victims are unborn children. You want to tell us what, when you go to the memorial now that has, of course, subsequently was built in the subsequent years. That's right. There's a museum there. Beautiful museum. But then in the the shadow there of the, like there's a wall. It's like a metal, you know, every name, every name of every person who died. That's right. In the World Trade Center collapse his name there and um it's beautiful and it goes around the two towers right four sides so there's eight of these bronze long, long yeah. mm-hmm. that are just mounted there and then then the the waterfall the go kind of goes down to the bottom part of the of where the towers were and you and i went 
And we walked around the perimeter of both of them to look at all the names. And in several places, it had a woman's name, and then it added the phrase, and her unborn child. And they are counted yes. in the number of victims. They're counted in yeah. the number of victims. The they unborn are. children of those women who were pregnant. Wow. It yeah. Was, yeah, it, it was... It's a powerful statement to see that. Yeah. I remember when you and I first saw it, because we were like, look, they acknowledged the women who were pregnant and yeah. that died. That's right. And their babies. It was you know, remarkable that you know, they, they thought enough to do that. Yeah. had enough insight. So if you're ever visiting New York, it's a very moving thing to do. Oh, yes. To go, don't miss that. Don't yeah. miss going yeah. to World Trade Center down there. Uh, there's a beautiful museum. It's, it's a very emotional museum. Um, they have one room with all the photographs of all the people who died. Um, it's very impactful. Yeah. They even have uh, one of the fire engines that were destroyed, you know, from the collapse. Um but it, it, it's, it is so that we don't forget. And it's so appropriate that this is called Patriot Day because, you know, the bottom line is there are people who hate our way of life. They hate freedom. America was built not on geography, not on ethnicity. It was built on freedom. And that's why it attracts people from every part of the world. And we welcome them warmly as immigrants because they want to come and embrace freedom. We have to defend our freedom. It's not something that we can ever take for granted because there are people in this world like those who, who, who uh, uh, engineered these attacks that hate our way of life, they hate our freedom, they hate our religion, and we have got to stand strong and teach our children. As we teach our children you know, what happened on that day, we're remembering for a purpose. And the purpose for which we're remembering is let us always not only treasure but actively defend that freedom that America stands for. That's right. Well, Father, thank you for joining us on this Patriots Day, remembering September 11th. Absolutely. <laughs> I've never done that, Father Sneeze on TV, but <laughs> maybe it's a candle. Yeah. But uh, thank you for uh, for leading this moment of remembrance. Good uh, remembrance. It's very important, lest we ever yes. forget. Yes. And so, brothers and sisters, <clears throat> thank you for, for joining us on this sad, but a day we will never forget. And uh, for all those who have lost someone on September 11th, our hearts do go out to you, and we will never forget. And their names will constantly be remembered at that memorial down at World Trade Center. So thank you for joining me on the program today, and God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.